why I love podcasts above all. TikTok, average household income is like 36,000. Mm-hmm. Instagram is 60. I don't even know what Facebook is. LinkedIn is like 100 to 150. Yeah. Podcast listeners is 100 to 150,000 a year. So if you want to get in front of a qualified audience mm-hmm. that has the money to buy what you're selling. It's a great step. And also tends to be more educated, tends to listen longer, longer attention yeah. spans. Yeah, podcast. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so freaking excited today. And I know I always say that, but like I got a true queen in the house today. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I always say I'm so excited, but I'm really the most excited about this. <laughs> so let's see. In a nutshell, because concise is not my superpower, I am a former journalist turned sales and marketing expert. I've managed over a billion dollars in sales, turned entrepreneur nearly 10 years ago. And I, in my pursuit of creating credibility, when I left the corporate field and went into the wild world of entrepreneurship, I was looking for a way to be credible, to like leverage what I had done and looked at PR as someone who had been in that journalism space. And it was like, there is no way I'm spending 5,000 plus a month when they can't deliver a result to me or they couldn't promise a result. And the other thing that really bothered me is I'm very much like get rid of the gatekeepers Mm -hmm. is this idea that I could only get results while I was paying for it. So fast forward to 2023 and I now teach entrepreneurs how to leverage PR to create profit in their business as a way to grow both your visibility and credibility, but always tied to what you and I love, which is profitability. Yes. So good. So Rebecca and I are actually in the same mastermind together. And you guys, you know, when you just like meet somebody and you're like, I have the biggest girl crush on her. And I just want to like be her when I grow up, even though I'm older than her. I'm like, I want to literally like be like Rebecca when I grow up. I guess I am obsessed with her. And this is going to be such a great podcast episode. So, so many listeners that are on the podcast right now, are just like dipping their toes into PR. They don't even know really where to begin. So where does someone even begin when it comes to PR? Okay, the very first thing I think is to understand what PR really is because what we're sold in these like slimy Instagram ads is not what it is, right? The get a press release out for $49 or the other side. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's it's like bro marketing. But I think that a lot of times or you get reached out to like mogul press, right? Which is like the fake photos and here's what we're gonna help you do is to understand the power of PR, but also to understand like what is really reasonable to expect. So one is just, just breaking some myths here. Getting on TV is not going to get you 5,000 followers or even $5,000 in sales. That doesn't mean it's not useful. 
I think that often people think like being in the lights, being in a magazine is like going to blow their business up and it's not true, but it's still something you should do. And I'll talk about the difference between PR that grows credibility versus PR that creates visibility versus PR that actually monetizes because they are slightly different. So I'd love to break down what I call like the money-making media mix. I know you and I have talked about this a little bit. So when I look at all the different places you could get a media win, right? From TV to let's say magazine, you know, traditional print or online. So whether it's like New York Times print version or New York Times online down to podcast, speaking, all of those. That's what I like to cover. Mm -hmm. Being on TV makes you highly credible Mm -hmm. because very few people are. It's kind of at the top of the media ladder. However, think about this. When you're watching TV, even if you see something you love, it's really rare that you're like, pause it, go Google the person, go to their website, like click on a link, like all of those things. But what TV does is it opens up bigger doors. It opens up the doors to the podcast. It opens up the doors to the speaking engagements because people look, and if you've been on TV, they just assume you know your stuff. Mm -hmm. They just assume you're an expert because TV is putting you out there as the expert. And I'll say I'm I'm a regular occurring guest expert on a national show as a business expert. Like I go on there and I talk about business growth and strategy and they're in 40 plus million households. I've never had, to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. a client or even like a consultation from Mm it. But having that media reel with dozens of TV appearances Mm -hmm. has gotten me on stages that have turned into six figures plus in sales without even pitching a product from stage. Yes. So don't be scared of TV. It's super fun, especially if you like, you just, you know, if if you're an extrovert, even if you're an introvert, then second would be what I call like winning the logo game. And this is something that we help people do is like, we do credibility blasts, like whether that's a press release or we just had um, a client that just got a full feature in Newsweek. And when I say full feature, we didn't pay for it. You should not our good be- friend Bridget. Yes, our friend Bridget. Forgot personal. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to pay to be in something. Like I'm going to pay to get, you know, seen in Yahoo News as top 10 coaches to look out for. Here's what I want to say. First of all, publications do not allow you to pay to play if it's not an actual ad. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying through some back door because they have like an in for a reporter, first of all, for me, as like still like to think of myself as a journalist, even though I haven't wrote for a newspaper in 20 years, that is totally against their journalistic standards. And what will happen is if they figure it out, they'll pull it down and they'll blacklist you. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that I've seen, because I've, I've had clients that come in and like, oh, I paid $300 to get you know in this thing. The second thing is that you're going to feel like an imposter. Yes. If you pay for it and it's not what's called earned. So mm-hmm. earned media versus paid. And anyway, I always get like those DMs that are like, oh, do you want to be in like the top 10 coaches? And I'm like, I, yes, I could spend $300, but like, I wouldn't feel good about it because exactly. I would know that like, I didn't earn my spot. I just like paid my way into it. It's kind of like when I was a fitness competitor, like if I paid the judges to give me first place, I wouldn't feel like I really wanted. I'd be like, I just paid my way to get in. hundred percent. And so there's going to be a misalignment of you not feeling like you can truly step into like this expertise that you are claiming. And, you know, I'm very about like things need to be aligned. Yeah. But where you can, like I'd say, win the logo game is there's some great resources out there. And it's one of the first things we show our clients is how to go out and get media. So whether it's, you know, an interview and like, you know, what we just worked on, like Medium Authority Magazine, or if it's, you know, how to go and when I say pitch, like pitch a quote Mm -hmm. to be mentioned. But, you know, being seen on your social media or your website, if someone goes like above the fold, it says, hey, you know, been featured in CBS or, you know, Reader's Digest or World US World News or you know Birdie Magazine or Women's Health, like any of those things, here's what it does. 
it one, it shows you as an expert. It just creates credibility. It helps shorten the buying cycle. I mean, you know, in sales, because you're having to convince someone that you're an expert, you're just like fitting to make sure that you and your products are a fit for their needs. It justifies higher prices. Mm-hmm. And in this world, like where people look at your social or you know, your TikTok or whatever in like two seconds, it gives you like an extra seven seconds. Mm-hmm. And that is so valuable. I mean, because they're staying because they're, they're seeing the logos. Exactly. They're seeing it. They're like, oh, this person looks legitimate. Like now let's see if, if I like them, if I like their stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. It already builds like the trust. Like it's now it's do I want to like them? Like, will I like them? And I, I think about it like as you know, were talking about fitness, if you're looking for a trainer mm-hmm. and you want someone to come to your house and so you're looking at your local market and, you know, whether you go to Yelp or you get a recommendation and you go to both their websites and they offer pretty similar things. They've got, you know, their NASM certification and they do X, Y, and Z. But one of them, it's like, oh, they were featured in the Sunday Riley or women's fitness or women's health. And you just assume they're going to be better. You're like, oh, wow. So, and you're going to want them because they're better mm-hmm. and you're even going to be willing to pay higher rates. In fact, if their rates are the same as versus without, you're going to be like, why are they lower? Yes. So it's just, it's just a psychological thing, but I will say both of those don't directly monetize, even though they will justify the higher rates, they'll shorten the buyer cycle. Mm-hmm. So I love to show what really monetizes and that is podcast and speaking. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Like, let's get into the podcast and the speaking. I think that's where like my audience is totally like, I'm on these podcasts, but they're not monetizing or I'm wanting to get on stages, but it's not monetizing. So like, Rebecca, help me out on that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give you all the goods. Episode, you guys, you're going to go back and make millions of dollars off this episode. Get ready for it. Well, can we just note like the ironic thing is I'm a guest on your podcast teaching. And this is actually the biggest thing that I typically talk about on podcasts because so many people don't teach about it, but it's like literally how to get on podcast as a guest mm-hmm. and how to monetize it, leveraging the audience of listeners. So if you're listening, this is exactly what I do all day long. <laughs> and it brought in, I don't even know. I mean, I, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year into my business. But here's what I do want to say is a lot of people, I think, hear that podcast guest getting is a, like a great thing to do to grow your, your reach. Mm-hmm. And they do it, but they're not intentional about it. And so it might inadvertently create followers or sales, but there's a very specific formula mm-hmm. that I'm going to give you. And, you know, I'm and with the acronym. And so write this down because I promise you, you might've done one or two of these things, but you probably haven't done them all. And most people, they start pitching and they barely even get traction to get on shows. Yeah. And so it, it feels hard and frustrating. So if you pitched before and you haven't got traction, just restart with a fresh mind. Yeah. And can we also talk about the fact that when I first met Rebecca, I told her how I was on 307 podcasts last year and she was like mind blown that I was on so many podcasts, but I did not monetize anything. And she was like, girlfriend, I remember you said like, you have like a kink in your hose. You're like, you're literally, yeah, you were like, literally like you're getting on all the podcasts, which many of you guys are listening to this episode right now. Like you're on the podcast, but we're missing like the steps in order to monetize it. So like buckle up, it's about to get good. 100%. And I show how to do this with, I mean, the goal is if you can, well, I'm going to, let's do the math first. Okay. And then I'll walk you through the formula because I feel like money talks. Yeah. So let's just assume I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm, by the way, I'm going to give you a pitch template to make this really easy. So you don't have to recreate the wheel because I am all about taking out as much hesitation as possible, but let's just assume that you are spending everyone out here is spending at least an hour a week on social. Yeah. At least an hour a week. And, And that's probably not even an hour a week of intention. Like, intentionally like doing the things that you teach, which is like getting in the DMs and connecting with clients and like sending links, right? I'm talking like an hour scrolling. Yeah. So if you can dedicate one hour a week, 
just a podcast. We wouldn't even talk about other press, just a podcast to pitch them, right? Which let's just, I'm, I'm going to assume you all are listening. You're here. You're still listening. So you're going to do this. Here's what you can do with the pitch templates. If you do this and you're really, really crappy, which you probably will be, it's going to take you 20 minutes per pitch because you spend, let's say, 30 minutes the very first time. You customize the pitch for you, for your expert topics. You put in a little bio, right? And then going forward, all you have to do is customize it for the podcast host. So don't do just the copy and paste where it's like, to whom am I concerned? Yeah. Loving your podcast. Like, no. no please don't do that, um, you guys. Please don't do that. Like, as a podcast, please do not send those to me. No, because we can read We can totally see from a mile away. Like, this is a copy and paste. And so I'll give you a couple of things that you need to do. But let's just say that you can pitch three a week, three a week in the hour. Out of those, as long as you're not trying to pitch to like the monster podcast, if you're pitching a small to medium-sized podcast, which often have the most loyal, engaged listeners anyway, you are going to likely land, again, let's just say you're so crappy. You do this for a month, you pitch 12 podcasts, and you land like three of them. (laughs) Three, that's it. And these are small audiences, 500 downloads or less. If you do what I'm going to show you with this formula, you should get on average, on average, at least 10 listeners that download your lead magnet. Not 10 followers that might see you once and never again, but 10 emails that you can nurture, right? So we're going to just say that that's, what is that? 30, that's 30 a month, 360 a year. I I literally have to pull up my calculator because I normally do this like looking at something. So that's 360 a year. Now the average email list converts at like 2%, right? So that's seven buyers. Now, if you're a coach and you have a $5,000 product, that's 35,000. You're like, all right, you know, $35,000 and you spent 50-ish hours. So we do the math on that, like 50 divided by, I don't even know, I'm not even doing it the right way. 35,000 divided by 50 is what? Like six, $700 an hour-ish. Yeah. So you're like, all right, now you still have to, you still have to fulfill the product unless you're selling something evergreen, right? But, yeah. but is that worth it to make $700 an hour for marketing? Absolutely. Here's the reality is the moment that this starts working is you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And so most people I say, all right, once you get better, you're going to spend 90 minutes a week and you're going to spend 30 minutes or 45 minutes pitching to like three podcasts. The goal is you get on one a week because you've gotten better at it. If you do one a week, so that's 50 podcasts a year. Mm-hmm. We go back to the 10 leads a podcast, just assuming you're still on small to medium, that's 500 leads. Here's what I found to be true, doing this for years and showing clients how to do this for the last four years is This is not like the normal email list where they like see you on social, they download your thing, they never interact with it. They've heard you for 20 to 40 minutes. Yeah. They would not download your, by the way, when we talk about how to create a valuable download, they wouldn't download your thing unless it's really appealing because they've heard you and they now know you, they like you and they trust you. So what I found- Sales guys right there. Exactly. So they, they are probably the email conversion for podcast guests is closer to, I've actually found like 7%, but let's just say it's 5%. Mm-hmm. That's now 25 buyers mm-hmm. at that same $5,000 price point. That's 125 K a year in business just from podcasts, which by the way, you're not paying anything from or for, unless you're going to send the host a little gift, which I do recommend. Love them. Okay. So now everyone's ears are open. They're like, this is a six figure marketing channel. Yeah. And we haven't talked about reverse prospect in the podcast host, which hopefully we'll have time for. So here's the formula. P-R-O-F-I-T. Profit. I, I said profit. Yeah. Profit. Because the biggest, I think, disconnect. And when I, when I taught myself how to do PR, what every PR agency told me is we can get you visibility, which again, was only going to happen while I was paying them. 
but we can't promise any profit. And I'm, for profit, I look at, does this grow my email list? Does this turn into consultations or something else that I it can immediately convert, right? Because we know email list growth, consultations can, you know, then as long as, as long as you're good on a sales call or, or your funnel's good, it should convert. It should turn into actual income. So the P stands for pitch. This does not happen if you don't put yourself out there. And the pitch templates I'm going to give you are going to make it much easier to pitch because you don't have to recreate the wheel. The R, this sounds so, so basic, but you and I, Julian, like you and I are, I don't want to say like, we're, we're not that complicated. No, right? we're not. We're no. like, actually it's, you know, basics. Like, yes, if you want to get on TikTok or like, you know, two years ago, flash the band clubhouse, like there are things like utilize the platforms, but there are things that are just, just work in sales. Relationship building is the first one. I am a natural relationship builder. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not looking like, I, I actually don't do 50 podcasts. Well, maybe I probably do 50, but I'm always looking at like, how can I create a relationship? Because what most people don't understand is behind every podcast host is probably either, I mean, talking about you and I, a group program, a mastermind, maybe an event. Mm-hmm. So I had one person that pitched me and they, they got on my podcast. They were phenomenal. I was like, wow, like, you know, because often we use the podcast to like actually try out people to bring in as speakers at other things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was phenomenal. So I was like, hey, I'd love you to speak in my group program. She came in and spoke. That speaking engagement, which I think there was maybe 30 people on, it was on Zoom. Mm-hmm. It led to her getting five people in her certification, which was $25,000 or 5,000 each, 25 grand. 5, Brought yeah. her into my mastermind then to speak. That turned into another three people in our certification. And $25,000 client to her retreat or her mastermind and $5,000 retreat. So long story short, and then I had her speak at my event. She had over $125,000 of business through me. Now, not just through the podcast, but through the opportunities that the podcast opened up. So relationship built, relationship built, relationship built, right? And this doesn't just mean like pitching and getting on the podcast. This means asking how you can serve them. This means, you know, building a, a, a true relationship. I did this actually with a reporter years ago. I like pitched her. I didn't even know what the outlet was. She published me in US News and World Report. She came back to me like two years later. She followed my email list. She was like, oh, I'm doing another article. I think you could talk about this. I was like, let's get on Zoom. We chatted on Zoom. So not only had she put me in two different publications, republished it in Yahoo Finance, we ended up just chatting, becoming friends. She introduced me to two TV producers. Those two producers she introduced me to, I now am on both those shows as an ongoing expert. And I have placed more than 60 guests on those two shows that are nationwide. It's insane. It's insane. Oh, and I mean, I'm literally rooming with her this Sunday because we're both speaking at a conference together. She's speaking on how to get on TV. I'm speaking on, guess what? How to earn six figures to more a year podcast guesting. Right. That's crazy. Okay. Now the, oh, now this is the step that you and I talked about that you had kind of missed that is so important. And by the way, both of this is for podcast and speaking. It works okay. the same way. Okay. Right? So whether you're speaking to a small group, you know, someone's mastermind, someone's group program, you're speaking at their event, whatever it is, and podcast. It's just usually it's going to start with podcasting. Mm-hmm. So the O is an opt-in. Opt-in. You have to offer an opt-in. What it does not mean is selling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could, you know, so again, I'm, I'm, I'm like pulling back the full curtain. I could say like, oh, you know, some of the women in my mastermind are like in my group, we do this. You can seed those things, but you should never be pitching because a podcast listener mm-hmm. is consuming information for free. Yeah. So you need to give them another thing they can consume for free from you mm-hmm. versus from the podcast host mm-hmm. before you offer something paid. And one other thing, why I love podcasts above all, TikTok 
average household income is like 36,000. Mm-hmm. Instagram is 60. I don't even know what Facebook is. LinkedIn is like mm-hmm. 100 to 150. Yeah. Podcast listeners is 100 to 150,000 a year. So if you want to get in front of a qualified audience mm-hmm. that has the money to buy what you're selling. It's a great stat. And also tends to be more educated, tends to listen longer, longer attention yeah. spans. Yeah, podcast. So the opt-in, here's the thing about the opt-in. It can't be opt-in for my newsletter. Yeah. Sexy. It's not sexy. Right? It's not sexy. So I want you to think about like, what can you give value on right away before you even maybe go into your story? Like it should be like upfront, like I'm going to give you a tip to do X, Y, and Z. Here's the tip. And then midway through the episode, not at the end when they're like, you know, they're like, see it in the show notes because yeah. they're already like tuning out. But in the middle, it's like, what are you offering? Mm-hmm. And how does that- Like how you said, like my pitch template, like you said yeah. it like in the end. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I could say literally right now, pause the podcast episode, go and you can literally Google this, or you can just go to my website, Rebecca Cafiero, C-A-F-I-E-R-O.com. It's right on the front page where you can Google Rebecca Cafiero pitch templates. And it will give you, it's called my four in one irresistible pitch templates. It'll give you pitch templates for podcasting. It's the same template, modified podcast, TV, speaking, and print publications. Same template, but just four different ways to modify it. So you can use that template to pitch. And it will show you how in that first pitch, how to start to relationship build, how to be different, how to customize it for the podcast or the speaker or the host. So you have to offer something that is tied to the value that you're talking about. Like your lead magnet, email freebie, whatever you call it, it needs to point to ultimately to your product. It's like, I'm going to give you a a moose boosh bite-sized offering. Here's where you get more. Most people, their lead magnet is like, whatever they were doing two years ago, and it doesn't even pertain to what they now do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, yeah. the F, this is so basic, but you teach this all the time, follow up. Follow up. Now this should be done before you get on because often you have to follow up two or three times, mm-hmm. right? To get on the show and it shouldn't just be, did you see my pitch or did you see my email? Right. It should be like- Oh, did you see that out? last email I sent you? I know I hate those in my inbox. I hate them. Like for example, Bridget, we were just talking about in Newsweek, yeah. right? So she just got a Newsweek. So that's a great opportunity because she'll just feature in Newsweek to now go back and say, hey, one other thing I could talk about is how having a vitamin D deficiency wrecks your health. I just was featured in Newsweek talking about it, link the article. Mm-hmm. Like she just had someone that was one of her top um, affiliates that was like, oh my gosh, start the article. I want to bring you back for live, yeah. which it just keeps you top of mind, right? Yeah, so absolutely. the follow-up also needs to happen after the episode. Mm-hmm. You so like should back and being like, oh, I was just on this thing. Can I come back and talk about this again? Well, either for a second episode or just a follow-up of, hey, I love the episode. You should be sharing it more than once mm-hmm. because guess what? Most of the time you share it, you tag them. They're going to reshare. That's going to send their followers to you. Yeah. So recently we were just trying to hit our 10K downloads on the podcast. So I actually went back and said like, hey, would you mind resharing our past episode? Would you mind resharing our past episode? Was that a good thing to do or no? You can do it. But what is even better is just sharing it and then asking them to share yeah. Okay. Right. Good one. But follow up is so important. And the other thing is, hey, I love this episode. One of the things that I do, especially with we have, when we have clients that use affiliate marketing, like got personal, is they like they give the podcast host an affiliate code so they can actually track how many people are coming from the podcast. Mm-hmm. And when they have top performing, mean, now we're just having them give everyone affiliate code. But what we were looking at is, hey, if they see that a lot of people are coming to take a quiz or to check out, they go back and they're like, hey. Your audience is loving this. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk to you about being an official affiliate for my mm-hmm. program. So okay, the I, this is the most important part and nothing else will work without it. Impact. Impact. If your episode 
if your story, if your value does not create impact, mm-hmm. ideally like immediate impact. So everyone listening, hopefully you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Now I know I need to go pitch a podcast and, or now I've been on podcasts before. And now I know what I didn't do that wasn't optimal. Right. So you have to, in the episode, teach them something. So there needs to be like actually three things in the impact. You need to teach them something like, so the how to, right. You need to teach them some how to. Mm-hmm of how they can actually do something yep. before they even go get the lead magnet, the step, et cetera. You need to give them a feeling. Mm-hmm. There needs to be an emotional feeling attached mm-hmm. to the how-to. So yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, everyone listening is feeling like- It's like fired it's- up. They want to go do it. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if they're like, well, that sounds like a good strategy, mm-hmm. but they're not- Or that seems up. hard or like, uh, right? Like, exactly. like you just gave us the how-to and you guys better be fucking fired up to go do this. Because I know I, I want you to share with me when you're like, oh my gosh. And, and you have to ask people like, how'd you hear about me? Like, that's, that's the big thing. Right. Yeah. But when I, I remember before I really understood like how powerful this was, I had a podcast I'd been on and literally it was, it was like, they did it live. So they aired it live. I had 107 people follow me that day, which that's nice. Followers are nice, but it literally converted that week. Or I should say in 30 days, I, I tracked it for 30 days into two, two or three people in my group program and one in my mastermind, it was like $45,000 in 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I went, holy moly. Right. But anyway, the impact I had one of the women that listened to it. She's like, I was in the grocery store. I was listening to your episode. I was sharing about how I'd lost my boyfriend to cancer and, and my husband's a cancer survivor. And so I was like, really, you know, getting very personal, which I love to do. Um, and she's like, I literally left my groceries in the store crying and like walked out to my car and signed up like went to your website and I signed up for your masterclass. Yeah. It's incredible. So you have to create impact. You have to create feeling. Oh, the third part. So in the impact, teach them something, make them feeling. feel, which you're only going to do by being authentic. And the third is you need a call to action. You need them to be in action. So it doesn't stay as shelf help that like gets shoved in their brain, collects dust, and they never do it again until a year later when someone else tells them and then they get into action. Yeah. So give them a call to action. And then the T is for track tracking. And this is so important because one, you're going to see what's working, mm-hmm. right? And when you see what's working, you're going to do more of it and like do more of what works. Yeah. Oh my so God. Profit formula. So good. You guys, this episode, I swear to God, I see this a lot. We have very few episodes that are like, if you took this and put it into action, this would be a million dollar episode. This was a million dollar episode. If you went literally take this formula, the profit formula, go do it, be fired up, Go reach out to Rebecca. This is a seven-figure episode. Rebecca, where can people find you? I know you said it earlier on the show, but tell us again. And what do you have going on right now? Rebecca Cafiero. So R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-A-F as in Frank, I-E-R-O.com. Or so same thing on um, Instagram. Send me a hello in the DM. Download the pitch template. And then, you know, I do master classes about once a quarter, but I also do monthly workshops and the monthly workshops are always focused on PR. We kind of rotate between different topics. So sometimes like I'm diving in deep onto the six figures from podcasting, but I'm like literally showing like, here's where you find the host. Here's exactly how you personalize the podcast. So I'm really giving a lot. I mean, to the point, my team is like, you're giving away too much. I'm like, <laughs> not share it, like go do it. Right. Yeah. Because I usually like do a call to action. And it's like, Hey, pitch me. Because yeah. I've had people that have attended my workshops and like pitch me. And if your pitches, if you follow the steps, then it's awesome. I will put you in front of my audience, right? Yeah. We do like how to get on media for free. That's a big thing is I love, I love showing tools. I love being the gate remover yeah. and giving people free tools so they can learn like I did. And we, of course, always give like how to work with us for those people that really want like 
the proximity and they really want to like understand the entire system because I give a lot of things of what you can figure out on your own. It's just how fast do you want to go and like how powerful do you want to be? And yeah. what else? And I have, a, I have a, we have a PR agency, so we do all kinds of PR, but I like to teach people to do it for themselves. Yeah. But the beautiful problem that a lot of our clients have is they're like, they do it, they get fully booked out. They are like, okay, I know your method works, but now I've scaled my business from like, we have a lot of clients that went from like hundred K to 500 to a million in two years. And they're like, can you just do this for me? Yeah. So for some of our clients, we do do PR for them, but I prefer to teach it so you can keep doing it and getting the results. That's amazing. You guys know there's nobody that I don't bring on the show that I don't massively edify. Rebecca is absolutely incredible at what she does, but she also wants to teach you how to do it. You guys slide into her DMs. She loves talking in the DMs. Go over, say hello to her. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today, my friend. I appreciate you so much. Likewise. Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.